0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Outdoor and More with your host, Jimmy Lopes. Eddie Moe, what's going on?
1: Hey, man, that was a great introduction right there. It's a good thing uh, that you remembered. It's the Outdoors and More podcast, the spinoff of the Sports and More podcast. And the Sports and More podcast you can find on Spotify, you can find on Anchor, you can also find now on Google. Did you know that?
0: Oh, We're on Google. No, did not
1: know that. We're on Google. So all the episodes of The Outdoors and More, hosted by Jimmy Lopes, will also be on Google. So again, Spotify, Anchor, and Google, three platforms right now, uh, trying to figure out how to get them on the other platforms. So The Outdoors and More, great reviews, by the way,
0: Lopes. You know what? Mad love. Mad love from people that don't even give mad love. Uh, Mando Morelos. (laughs) Yeah. My brother. Oh, big hater. Big hater of Jimmy Lopes. But you know what? A lot of love. A lot of love. Shout Which out to him. Which is surprising because,
1: you know, I've I really not gotten much love from him over the years of growing up. Uh, but you're
0: the big brother. You know what like I mean? I, a little I, bullying. Or... I,
1: that probably happened. It did happen over the years. Uh, you know you know what? I'm not going to tell that story. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I better not tell that story. So, anyways, great job, Loops. Uh, uh, great
0: guest finding. I got to give you props on the guests so hey, far. you know what? I'm lucky to mm-hmm. even be... In the same mm. level as them because... even
1: even to the point where you get accidental guests we had a preview with josh Corales and josh josh Corales jr uh, we gave the preview of what was going to happen in the outdoors and more where you bring on these guests and they talk about their hunting experiences and that was a wild experience that the Coral, Corales corrales <laughs> boys had
0: with uh <laughs> timmy Hogan and that family oh definitely you know they're hunters they're different than like that and uh But we got guests like Kylie Lopez who just like squashed Josh and like, you know, not scared of blood guts or doesn't throw up. Yeah. You know, then we got Joey signs, you know, his son Jackson. They're killers. Yeah, they're killers. Uh, And we love it. And then most recently, we got the strain family in here as well. Hey, American family at its best. I love it.
1: (laughs) Hey, you're right. As you say that, I'm envisioning the boys and him sitting here total and we're all in the same boat um, uh, of our of our views of our uh, i'll say i'll go ahead and say our political views
0: and that is a an all-american family right there it is it is a uh, great great job to them uh, you know it takes uh it takes a man to raise a uh, boys like he's doing and uh shout out to Tyson Strain, we love him
1: yeah very much and then uh, so again uh the guests are awesome and you have another guest today
0: Oh, we do. But before we get to him, let's talk about our sponsor. Okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and talk (laughs) about the sponsors. So we have uh, Moy Leather. Any leather goods, feel free to contact Moy Leather. He's coming out with his own website, uh, but he did already want to commit to the Outdoor and More podcast. Great. And then we also have uh, Just Breathe Diving with your host, Jimmy Lopes. Oh, yeah. Dive master instructor. Anytime you want to learn... Come out with the best and don't settle for the rest.
1: Well, I think the producer of the Outdoors and More podcast uh, really wants to try out that diving. I love the, the ocean. I did uh, some uh, scuba diving in Hawaii before, uh, so that was really neat. So I can only imagine what the, the deep sea kind of the diving that you teach.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. Excellent, excellent. And then uh, kind of a shout out to Majors Taxidermist for any time you have a kill, call Majors. You'll make it look right and make it look good and uh, you'll always get nothing but compliments.
1: Is that uh the person who's doing your mountain line? Your mountain lion? You know what he is, yeah. Okay.
0: You're gonna have a, a rug, right? I'm gonna have a rug. You're gonna wear it? I'm gonna wear it. I'm gonna paint my face with some red. I'm gonna be shirtless. So uh you know we need to put a sensor up on this but oh yeah it's gonna be a poster in my house <laughs> i like it i like it man thank you to the sponsors man that's awesome that's awesome super cool super cool but you know what anymore we have a guest here that is the next level the I'm, next... I'm excited
1: oh i'm really excited I, you guys were talking off the air before in the in the other room there uh and i was like wait a minute they're gonna all the content is is being used right
0: now oh definitely you know <laughs> the sad thing is uh when i've I knew him growing up, I around his family, everything like that, nothing uh, bad to say, but when he was growing up and I saw him playing high school sports, I gave him the nickname, I kind of stole it, but he was the Rated R Superstar. Oh, (laughs) I got to hear about this. Oh, yeah. The Rated R Superstar, and I said that to everybody, (laughs) but he kind of got on the bad list, so he got demoted to the Rated PG-13 Superstar. (laughs) What happened? (sighs) (laughs) He <laughs> can't share, but we're going to bring okay. him back. We're going to bring him back because uh, <laughs> once we get done with these episodes about the kids and everything, I think he's going to get promoted back to the Rated R superstar. Star. Yeah,
1: he, he, does, he did have a great career there in Lordsburg, New Mexico, and uh, state champion, I believe. Or state champion, I think. And then, uh, I mean, I'm ready to hear from him.
0: Yeah, I'm ready to hear from him. But they're, uh, you know, three times state champion, correct? There wow. might be an asterisk next to one. I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. Well, I might uh, get... Uh, we, we got well, That's for the other podcast. That's, that's for the a, other podcast. That's a podcast. debate for the sports and more. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, uh, Johnny Plumman, how are you? Jimmy Lopes, good to be here, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. Oh, man. We are super, super happy to have you here. But you know what? Family man, I love it. Hunter, love it. Uh, as much as I would don't want to do this but you know what your charity your uh, willfulness your awesomeness kind of comes a little bit from your dad huh oh yeah man i grew up with, with watching him help other people a lot oh and- um, so i don't like to give my age but i'm getting old i'm 39 years old and i've been around that big dork for a long time and <laughs> you know what he gave um back then because i went to school with your sister amanda and uh which I'm still better than in everything, you know. <laughs> Don't bring that with jump shot. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm like my tumble. But anyway. Can you, you know? remind the listeners the dad's name? Oh, Rodney Plowman. Love him or hate him? Love them or hate them, no in between, man. No, 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 no. in between. <laughs> Love them or hate them. I'm gonna say, I'll say this. Uh, there, there,
1: there was both in my life. Right? It was both in my life yeah. as, a, as a kid and now as, a, and as, a, as an adult. So uh, I hear that a lot. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was both in my life, and I, I honestly, now it's nothing but respect to that man. I know. what, what where he's at and what he's done for my family and especially for my dad where him and him and my dad are are tight now uh i, I got nothing to respect for the guy
0: so yeah you know following those uh, big footsteps uh johnny you uh you seem to take this path running and uh we really enjoy that we really uh like that and you make sure you tell him hi for me hey yep what's up dad good to <laughs> good to talk about you here <laughs> but although that guy likes to talk smack about me for some reason he thinks that I'm like them. Well, he I said know.
2: exact words Why is the worst shot in the state of New Mexico doing a hunting podcast? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> he loves something, had to have happened for him to. Uh, why do you that? think you're the worst shot? I don't even know. I think, yeah,
1: I, let's hear this story. There's got to be a backstory to it.
0: Oh, there's backstory. Uh, you know what? Uh, it was the Hornets 25 and 0, he was coaching the Spurs, and you had Jim Duncan a.k.a. Jimmy Lopez just dominating (laughs) this was the the youth lead back in Lordsburg it was okay. yeah 25 and 0 and uh, you know he just didn't have an answer I felt like I was uh, Kobe wow (laughs) yeah but playing a different position just took over Okay. but it's okay you know what Uh, it's a love hate Um, mad love for Rodney (laughs) Plowman that's awesome yeah it is Super awesome
1: So you, he gave you props in a, in a way Because you were dominant and uh, But all of a sudden you're the worst shot in New Mexico Hosting a, an Outdoors and More
0: podcast You know my dad started the rumor of uh, Half a Box lopus I was Because I missed a lot <laughs> you Heard that one too <laughs> hey, Well one time, let me
1: just throw this out there Since we're talking about missing a lot Uh well, Joseph Gomez and I were hunting and, and we got back after missing um, we got back to where everybody else we rendezvoused with everybody
2: else and everybody said it sounded like there was a war going on mm-hmm. <laughs> we lit shot. up the mountainside <laughs> yeah I've had my fair share of I could close my eyes and see two huge bucks that i missed oh yep it haunts you forever it does, <laughs> it, does. it does it
1: really it does. does I still think about the buck that me and Pookie missed yep. <laughs> and it was close
0: Pookie we're gonna get you on here we're yeah. gonna get you on here shortly yeah, definitely but Johnny, why don't you tell us about your family? Uh,
2: man, I I was hunting before I was born, man. My mom was eight months pregnant with me, and they were out chasing elk around. So I can't really start any sooner than that, I guess. But I, uh, as long as I can remember, man, even more than just hunting, going out trapping, you know, cutting wood, just being out there doing all kinds of stuff, man. And I have memories from being, I couldn't have been more, tall, older than three years old. I remember sitting in the back of my dad's, Little Ranger, remember oh, that yeah. blue Ranger? Yeah, the blue one, yeah. Me yeah. and my sister sitting in that little back seat. You know, I couldn't be any older. I've got memories of that and trapping, catching bobcats. You know, catching coyotes. I killed my first deer when I was seven. You know, just as long as I can remember, it's been a tradition for us for a long time.
1: I remember real quick. Uh, you're talking about all that, right? And I just see your house uh, there on, uh, um, I think it's A Street. Yes, sir. Uh, across the tracks there, and I. All the Atners on yep. the fence line. Yep. I always, that's very vivid
2: to me. Yeah, that's... my mom hated it, but. <laughs> <laughs> but your dad loved my it. Dad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Tell us about your kills this year. How many did you harvest and. Oh, harvest. Another there we go. Word, another another there we go. <laughs> another word. <hey.
2: laughs> um, we had a couple good hunts this year. Uh, my girlfriend Kristen had an antelope hunt. She killed a pretty dang good antelope to start the year off. Went into September. I killed a, a bull on day six. Nothing huge, but for the unit we were in, man, it was a pretty nice bull. Anything with the bow is is dang good. Oh, it's a trophy. It's a trophy. And I had a muzzleloader hunt with uh, for coos deer. Killed a my first coos was actually one that was gonna be very hard to beat. About 105 Holy inch God. coos deer. Yeah, very Holy big. God. Joey signs. Eat your heart out, <laughs> Joey signs. <laughs> Joey yeah, signs. Yeah. New record, Joey signs. <laughs> but the difference with that is the year before I had drew the same tag, I but I had started a new job, so I wasn't able to get many days off so I wasn't able to really get out like I wanted to. Didn't really get an opportunity, but when I was little, one of the bucks I could close my eyes and look at is about a 100, 120, 130-inch coos deer walking about 400 yards trotting away is what I could see. <laughs> Buck So here? I've been there. Yeah, I was, it was, uh, so we talk about when we're little, mm-hmm. kids, they don't get the fever, you know, they're, they're good shots, you know. You, you hit that age where you start getting the fever and turn into half a box Lopez. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's there's, there's a certain age Where It starts to happen And that was The year that it started For me <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I don't know what to say Other than It got crazy It got crazy And yeah, yeah, no. Like I said man, We all have our Fair share of misses And and uh, That coos deer I I practiced a lot Good That's good. That, That's that's the difference Of years before Where You just go out there And oh, We'll see what happens You know But I've taken A uh, a lot of more training and preparation stuff to when i actually go hunting it's made
0: a big difference big difference that's super cool because uh, you know you put in a, hard, a lot of hard work and you are you're a giver but there's two clowns in um lordsburg uh known as um harry and lloyd <laughs> And I'm, I gotta hear about this Yeah, from Dumb and Dumber okay. There's in Lodgeberg, uh, Chris Alvarez, and Jason Gaigos.
2: Theo Chris and, and Brother Jay oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: up,
2: Chris Alvarez, huh?
0: Chris Alvarez and Jason Gaigos. He used to be my bouncer at the swimming pool <laughs> Oh yeah Okay He's got out of line I'll, I'll
2: tell you something about Theo Chris Go ahead <laughs> He has made strides Strides.
0: Yes, he has. You know, we plan on having him as a future guest because yeah. he killed a pretty good buck this year. And I've seen him make a couple good shots.
1: I thought he was uh, only good at shooting in the baskets. He's good at that, too. Okay. <laughs> you know
0: what? Uh <laughs> I can shut him down. Yeah, <laughs> I can shut him down. That's for another podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. It's that Jack Hall defense. But
2: if you talk to him, tell him that I taught him how to shoot a deer on the run.
0: Oh, I will. <laughs> I will. I but, but shout out to Jason Gallegos. He killed another great buck this year. Really well, big buck. Yeah, yeah super good. Bro. Really. Yeah. Yeah. He's Where at?
2: In uh, in the Burrows. Yeah, there yeah, was a lot of deer coming out of there. This yeah, year, this, wasn't that's there. one of the better units this past year. It and was, it's, right? it's, a, it's an awesome unit. To hunt,
1: it's so, right? it's, it's so wild,
2: awesome right? Because we,
1: as we were talking about where to put in at, and I remember having kind of discussions with this guy right here and uh, the other potential hunter that wants to sign up. Uh, Compass doves. Uh, we talk about, you know, oh, should we go down there? Should we put in over there or not? Mm-hmm. And talk about the the, the areas there and around Lordsburg. Yeah, we talked
2: about it a little bit before before we went mm-hmm. on there, but. I would think this year is going to be super good with the moisture we've had. Last year it came a little too late. There was still some good growth, and a lot of the bulls we were seeing had kickers and inlines and stuff, but I think this next year with the weather we've been having, and hopefully we have a wet spring too coming up where we get a lot of rain, more and more rain, and they're going to be growing pretty
0: big this year. Oh, definitely, definitely. But once again, shout out for the charity work you do with uh, Harry and Lloyd. Uh, I know it's a lot of work. <laughs> so, so you teach them? Huh? You no, kind well, of taught, they,
2: give them some pointers. Well, they've gone with this for a long time, you know, Jason oh, okay. and Chris. Yeah, since I was 12 mm-hmm. years old, I can remember Chris coming with us and so oh, Jason yeah, definitely. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been fun. We got a lot of stories too. <laughs>
1: and you're you're they go when your dads there around to Yeah, you for sure. All that? for
2: sure. Yeah, I gotta good story for Theo chris love you Theo chris but he showed up the first time in some air jordans <laughs> that, that, again that's how I know him <laughs> as a basketball player he showed up to hunting in his air jordans man like, yeah. he twisted his ankle walk in or something happened where all he could wear was he should, have asked, somebody, they should <laughs> have asked the athletic trainer to tape up his hey, ankle that's what like the basketball yeah. I mean come on
0: yeah. <laughs> well, you know uh once again johnny it's super cool to have you i noticed you're wearing a hat it's uh hard and heavy
2: yes sir i well tell us about that this is kind of growing up like we talked about with sports and stuff i always really had something to train for you know i really had we had sports we had when i was a little fat kid i had to lose weight to be able to play football you were chubby i was wasn't chubby i was fat all right right. (laughs) (laughs) but i've always had something to train for and not so much anymore after high school you know and um I kind of just did this for really for myself and for some of the other guys that want to be a part of it but it's kind of more of training and working out to be good in the mountains you know to and kind of jumping into the charity I do it this last year I had to carry a kid around in the mountains on my back so that's one thing that you got to work wow. out and oh what? Just you tell gotta, us
0: about that charity
2: yeah so I uh, I'm a state rep for a charity called United Special Sportsman's Alliance. It's a non-profit, 501c3. United Sportsman... United Special Sportsman's Alliance. United
1: Special Sportsman's Alliance.
2: Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. And um, it's nationwide. Our, our The main office is in Wisconsin. We have a girl there, and her name is Bridget. She's been doing it for 20 years around there. They do amazing work up there. They do bear hunts with 20-plus kids you know, in wheelchairs, and they... Strap the wheelchairs to the front of the side by sides, and they the dogs chase them down. They do lion hunts. They do um, wow. they do whitetail hunts. They do all kinds of stuff, man. It's they do a lot of great work. And about two years ago, they got a call to the ox Lodge. Bridget called the Ox Lodge because they had a, a hunt in 27, and uh, asked I can't remember who the president at the time was. They asked him if they knew anybody who'd be willing to take some kids out, and he gave them my number. And she got a hold of me, and it was the rest is history
1: that's cool shout out to the Alks lodge over yeah, there they're, they're pretty active out. the elk's yep. lodge is pretty active my mother just became a member a couple of weeks start. ago uh and
2: uh, they're always doing things for the kids always yeah
0: and that's that cool. super cool super cool so how yeah. was your hunter can you uh tell us some details about your hunter that you took down in 27
2: yeah so we actually it was the year of covid so okay. some of these kids a lot of the kids we take are super sick kids you know like I mean, sick as they got a couple of years to live. Oh, wow! And they're 11 to 13, you know. They're 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 not they're not very healthy. So during COVID, we had some problems being able to take the kids out, and we just didn't really want to risk it, you know. So we had a couple of kids who were uh, more like we had a couple of kids who were less fortunate. You know, okay, We didn't okay. really do so much sick kids, and uh, we had a kid who go out and with these hunts, you know, I could say you can you can scout, you can walk, you can. But if you don't come around the right tree and have a little bit of luck, it, hunting's hard. You know? Oh, definitely. It's with all about talk. Luck. Better to be lucky than good exactly. is all I always say. Yep, that's per- and <laughs> with these hunts, man, it's everything lines up. I don't know if you guys are religious at all, but I think God has these kids. These hunts, they're planned out already. Amen. You know, it's, it's I believe it. Out. It's, it's mm. amazing how we... So you know how hard coos deer are to hunt. Oh, definitely. Our very first hunt, we go for a little bit of a walk and we get to our spot. We didn't see anything all morning. Um, About noon... We get we get to the area where there's coos deer and there's mule deer down on the bottom, you know. Theo Chris is out there hunting too, all right. He's down on the bottom <laughs> looking for mule deer. <laughs> anyway, we, we meet up with them and we're talking we're talking loud like we are here, just yeah. bullshitting and I look to my left and there's a deer walking towards us about four hundred yards. What the heck is that like? Look. About hundred and ten inch coos deer. Wow. He's walking straight to us. And he gets he walks ninety yards from us. 90 yards There's a hundred Holy cow That's rare. That's rare And it's a muzzleloader hunt So we knew from the beginning This is going to be a super hard hunt This kid He shot bef- they, They've told us he shot before But muzzleloader's hard as it yeah? is Yeah? Oh yeah But this kid This buck walks 90 yards from us And he's standing there He has no idea we're there We got the bog pod The death grip He's set up on it He's scared to shoot Oh He's, oh. he's scared to shoot He didn't He never shot at that buck The buck was walking He was hundred and ten 105 100 95 90 and he was getting into some brush and i did the whole mat. he stopped and looked at us for like a minute dude. oh uh, my he was gosh. just standing there and shoot. i was just waiting for him to shoot i was like all right buddy pull the trigger just squeeze 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 the trigger your anxiousness must have been up. I, well that's that's a big thing that we talk about is buck fever man and it's super hard to yeah to control but i've gotten better at helping just for the kids you know how yeah them. when i have a hunt i'm shaking you know of course i've gotten a lot better at all right just squeeze the trigger calm down you know yeah and it's funny because a lot of the parents of the kids are like i'm gonna be crazy you know you're gonna have to (laughs) you're gonna have to do that and i was like yeah that's that's what i'm here for yeah but that was the first hunt, and from then i always take the kids shooting the day before to make sure that they're gonna shoot
1: okay Uh, you learned
2: uh, yeah you you live and you learn man but yeah we've actually had that first year we did two hunts we had another kid from who. He killed a, a cow out of McLeod Okay. Yeah. Somebody right from Lordsburg. Yeah, Jeremy Valdez. We took him out. Oh, okay. That's yeah, a kid who's just never been hunting before. Yeah. Like I mm. said, we never had a, we didn't want to take sick kids out that yeah. year. Yeah. And we would, through this charity, we uh, we don't get tags every year for sure. What happens is like someone um, can't make it, yeah. or someone returns their tag back to the state, and then the state allocates them throughout the charities. Well, that first year we got we got two hunts and we were su- we were successful on the second one the next year we got four hunts the next year this last year we had 10 hunts oh wow so yeah, we're growing up, we're growing up and and it's been really cool because i've been meeting people from around the state who are just dying to help you know we had a kid from albuquerque who uh has cyber palsy not cyber palsy spina bifida oh, okay excuse me yeah and he uh has trouble walking with that you know and i made a couple calls some buddies knew a guy here who knew a guy and i he killed a, a buck up in 2A You know By okay. Farmington That's, you know, that's yeah. Good area Real nice buck He killed Um We had uh, Some actually Game wardens Helped us out In unit 32 We had a mule deer hunt And I have no I don't know any of those units You know and, Right, right yeah. And there's only so many hunts That I could do By Correct. myself So we're always looking for help on, on guys who are interested Or I could probably Call a couple guys And well, Any any unit in the state Man We could probably get A, a buck killed Unit 42 Unit 32 we had a, we had a really good uh, <laughs> we had a governor's tag this year for elk. What, did, what what I does that about, mean? I so the governor's that. tag is September first to December thirty first, in any unit, any legal weapon. Oh wow! Yeah, we we lucked out and we we got allocated a tag for that, and we had a very deserving kid. Is all he uh, had a, he has a certain muscle disease where he uh. He doesn't really have that very, that much longer to live. Wow! It's, it's, it's a disease that will yeah, we'll eventually, eventually, yes, yes. Sir. And uh, these kids, man, they're the most deserving. They're the most grateful. They're the most gritty kids that yeah. they deserve it, and it's yeah. and it's awesome. And if you could dream up a hunting trip, mm-hmm. that five days were hunting was, uh, was Al hunters dream. The wow. best, the best. Okay, yeah. it was right after the the archery hunt. So October, or September 29th through October 7th, when there was no, nobody out there, that's when we planned it. That's there's, perfect no, there's no hunts going, and the rut was later that left this last year. And we were within four bulls within an 80-yard range bugling. <laughs>
0: that, bugle, that bugle will scare you. It's, a it's
2: Four bulls. There was a huge bull we were trying to get to. Because with this tag, we're, we, we passed up a bunch of little bulls before. Because yeah, with this kind of tag, you can't just shoot the first of one.
0: Of course. Oh, uh, real quick before you go on the story, can you tell us the age of? Uh, he was eleven. Like, eleven years old. Yes, sir. Oh, wow. it, with that experience, okay. Oh,
2: and he he's from he was from the Midwest. Okay. So oh, he, he had never experienced. He'd seen elk before driving through. He'd seen cows and stuff, but he'd never experienced elk hunting. Eleven years he old. Le- and he uh, he came he came ready to go, man. He with was. With a
1: disease that's gonna eventually overtake. 13,
2: 14, 14. Yep. Yeah. My prayers yep. to him. Yep. And he he's the most like I said they're the most deserving kids and we were uh we were out me and my dad were scouting before they got there and we found this spot where they were beagling like crazy everywhere. So we went there the first morning and there's a huge 370 bull up on the hill. Huge bull. And he was pushing some cows and there was a bunch of smaller bulls. A couple of other bulls had a couple t- cows too and we got up there. This is the part where I we had to carry him on my back, you know We put okay. him on, piggybacked him up there Because he couldn't walk very much yeah. He had a muscle disease where he could only do so much Before he was. He had to stop you know, right, 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 right Yeah, And so we carried him up, we got him set up And 15 yards, a, a good 320, 330 bull A good 6 by 6 we called him a baby giant The bull, because wow. you could tell he was young But he yeah. just had the great genetics, you know yeah. He walked by, Um, another bull Walked next to us, probably within 30 yards oh my They're screaming the whole time and uh, there's another bull who sounds big. You could hear. You hear different bulls. It's kind of hard to tell. The adrenaline must be pumping oh, so this, the, the, that well, time. In the middle of this, he, he, his dad was with us. Yeah. You know, he reaches to his dad and he grabs his hand and he puts it on his chest. He says, "Dad, I can feel my heart beating."
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's that, that. That's what these hunts do, man. Awesome. And um, wow. Well, that, that what ended up happening was that bull came down, and he fought this other bull, but it was just too thick where we couldn't see. They, we could hear him breaking branches we could hear him and then it wasn't very long so we guessed that bull probably wasn't as big because that bull just came and kicked his butt and and held us but yeah we uh we ended up coming back out and it was just about three days of that three days of just getting in the middle of them hearing them scream you know trying to get them to come passing up smaller bulls and uh i think it was day four day five we're cruising up to our spot and there was a bull standing there You know It was and I, I told the dad I was like I'm kind of glad We didn't kill that bull The first day Because then the hunt Would have been over yeah. there, You know yeah, like, yeah. We had three days of that yeah. Just awesome The best outcunting I've ever experienced yeah. Or probably will ever experience uh-huh. Unless we get another One of those times And
1: the kid got the full experience By oh, not, by and, not and and shooting The,
2: the thing about thing, him yeah. too Is he was getting tired Because we, we kept In and out the truck You know yeah, Going yeah. here Chasing bugles You know Jump on You know He'd walk a little bit And jump on And go And climb up the hill And it was It was tough yeah. It was a tough couple Couple days and it worked out perfect, man. There was a bull standing two hundred yards off the road pushing cows. Good three thirty, three forty bull. Nothing too huge, but giant. It's a good bull. Yeah, it's a good bull. So that's where he got his shot off. He did off of the road. We lucked out.
1: And uh and he was able to get the get the kill and harvest an animal.
2: One shot. He he went twenty yards. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that he was. Yeah, two hundred yards off the road. He was super so, excited. Just I just need to re. <sighs>
1: bring this all together again because this is that's an amazing story dude and I give you props that this this young man 11 years old has some kind of sickness or disease that's gonna eventually overtake his body Uh, but prayers for him that maybe that doesn't happen but he was able to experience for three days of hunting and, and you had to carry him from time to time. Care, literally carry him on your back and the, the I wanna know what his facial expression, what his body language was like right after the kill.
2: Oh man, everybody was crying. Everybody <laughs> well, that's was crying. Yeah, no, there's I could try to be the manliest mm-hmm. man, yeah. What, but there's no way you could hold in those tears when that happens, man. Yeah. And they're just telling you thank you, you know, they're saying and the, their dad is getting emotional. And it's just emotions in, right, insane. Right. And like I told the lady, that Bridget, I told her, I could never draw a hunt again and never kill another animal as long as I get to do this. Yeah. It's just, and that's not even, that's one of the hunts. Yeah. We've had two Oryx hunts.
0: Yeah, before he goes on to the Oryx, that picture I seen, uh, that kid smile ear to ear. Oh, yeah. Heartbreaking, great. Yeah. And you know what? That's why we do this podcast yeah. because it's hunters, helping hunters. And going back to the story of uh, uh, the hunter that didn't pull the shot on that, uh, yeah. that coos deer, um, you know what? Maybe that's its own trophy. You know, yeah. it's not all about killing. It's all about the, the experience. experience. The experience. And that's yeah. what I think about Is that oh, kid yeah.
1: got out there, you know, he saw the animal, and then
0: now he gets to say, you know what? I didn't pull the trigger. I want to. Maybe he wants this. I want to go and try again exactly but exactly kudos to to the organization for hunters helping hunters and it's not all the bad that everyone thinks it to be of hunters or these evil people and it's not we give more back than anybody That oh, yeah. these activists want oh, yeah. to say this and that I believe it
2: And like I said Growing up it's a tradition You know Like this is something That I've shared with my family For many many years Yeah And even if When we don't get a kill You know Just yeah. making memories You know Making memories with my dad That I'll cherish forever oh, yeah Making memories with my brother Scott That we'll cherish forever Man mm. you know And watching the kids come up Even like our own kids And these kids yeah. That we take out honey, It's so much more It's It's better for me To watch a kid do something like that, yeah. Then for me to kill him, you know, oh, like yeah? for me to get. Them. I can it's, imagine. It's just so even watching my niece Danny come yeah. up. She's killed two bucks already. Yeah, oh, monster bucks, good bucks, really yeah. monster bucks. She's a good shot, you know. Watching everybody coming up. I got some nieces who are killing elk and that are coming up to age, and it's. It's gonna be it's good. I got cool, I got two stepsons who are excited, and yeah. actually, Darren, my uh, oldest stepson, he's gonna be taking hunter safety next weekend. Oh, okay. There it is again. There it is, hunter safety. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> all about the safety and so. that's
1: again, I really again, thank you for saying that. And Jimmy always talks about it because it's needed, and we need to teach more children the the safety of guns, the yep. proper use of guns, because again, we see the the things going on in the news and stuff like that. It's because I this is just my o- own opinion and belief because we're not teaching our children enough about the, the power of guns, yep. the the, the what, what what guns can actually do, and how to properly use them, and how how to have respect for firearms, not to be scared of them. Exactly, how to have not to be scared, how to have respect, all these things that are that need to be taught in America. It's not being taught enough, yep. and I just say thank you to the ones that are doing it, like you guys. Can people donate to this organization that you're a part of? Yeah. So at uh,
2: childswish.org. Childswish.org. Yeah, so it's pretty much like a Make-A-Wish, but yeah. for kids who want to go hunting okay but yeah we, we have a child's wish.org and they have a whole like receipt thing you can fill out you could use it as a tax write-off for your taxes and stuff too if you make a donation and um the, yeah there's a part where you put in for the new mexico chapter so if, if you are if anybody is going to make a donation yeah. look for the new mexico chapter and child's come child's
0: wish.org
2: yep united go, wish. dot
0: i'm definitely going to add that to my plate because uh, like i said i want to really start huh, uh, hunters for the hungry yeah, um, yeah it's more about um we don't want to waste the animal, yeah, and uh whoever it feeds it feeds, and I'm about that, but I would also like to go on air and tell you that uh anytime you need my services for this uh organization's account on me, okay, to be there if yep. I can be the mule. Or if I can be the cook, hey, right. I'll start off camp, at the bottom. Camp cooks, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're willing to humble yourself, that yeah, far, you know, that I'll, far down just nah. for the kids, though. Just,
2: just for the for kids, the kids. <laughs> uh, no one
0: else, but for the kids, I will be the camp cook and uh, I'll help out, I'll start at low level. And uh, you heard it here like, uh, I think that's a great organization and it just represents what hunters do, we help. Each other yes, and sir. we help other people,
2: and I could add to that too is we don't just do disabled kids, and we also uh, give a lot of veteran hunts out. Oh, yeah. oh wow. it's not just yeah. for, for kids, we like there's some hunts like a Barbary hunt, or like there's some hunts that there's no way. It's possible to get a kid out there.
1: Oh, that's what we were in the in the last episode with the strains. Mm-hmm. We were asked about you know uh, what kind of hunts the mm-hmm. kid was gonna sign up for. And he's like, I don't want to do s- barbary Yeah, they're yeah. they're just different hunts that, he, you know. He, so it, these
2: these hunts go to veterans and disabled vets, and we have we have a lot of contacts for for that as well. So like I said, this last year we did. I think it was 11 hunts. We had 11 hunts, and wow. like six of them were kids, and five of them were, were better hunts.
1: And do you have a team that joins you when you take you know, out these, when you take we, these we kids We haven't
2: out? officially made a team, but me and my dad kind of are are doing all of them as much as we can, yeah. but we got good help from my buddy mm-hmm. Kyler in Wyoming. He, he's from Rio okay. He lives in Wyoming now. Kevin Hill helped us out a lot. You know, mm-hmm. we just, anybody who's available that, that has season posts and stuff yeah. They message me like Hey like Now we got another crew member right here. Jimmy go. Lopes is gonna yeah, be building. growing it. Yep and that's what we need And like I said I've met a lot of people Around the whole state That are just willing to help And we got Any tag we get We try to fill Yeah you know? Cause there's sometimes where we'll be like There's no way we can fill that tag Cause yeah. we have weeks Sometimes one week To fill this tag You know oh, Like so we, you- we have a list We try to get a list of kids Yeah. You know And a big thing I'm trying to find Is kids from New Mexico Yeah because there's a lot of kids in New Mexico that I I can't find. Yeah. That are they they just they're not interested in hunting. Yeah. We've helped kids from Arizona. That kid from the Midwest from uh, Minnesota. Yeah. You know, and I'm I'm trying to bring it to New Mexico, it's a New Mexico chapter. Right. So I'm trying to get more and more of kids course. from New Mexico involved. in And, and uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty awesome, man.
0: No, no, super right. Because you know what, we gotta help out our home state first yep. before yep. we give others. Yep. But if uh, no one's stepping forward to say, hey, you know what, so and so needs a hunt or that. And i love how you go out of state and yeah. help other people because it's all about giving yeah
1: yep. yeah you were talking about um you know finding kids so you found somebody for an oryx hunt
0: yeah so we actually in the past
2: in this last year she was actually from texas she uh she had something going on when she was younger and she had both of her legs cut off wow before, and she was in a wheelchair Amputated, yep, huh? double wow. amputation and uh yeah she killed a 37 inch Oryx bull. Where? Bowl. Uh, here? Is it oh, here in the Las We were on the area? stallion range. Okay. Near Socorro Oh near Socorro? Yep, Socorro. On yeah. To, yeah, yeah. On that side. And holy cow. And like the state record is forty two, I believe. Yeah. And she killed the thirty seven inch.
1: And how did that go about as a a, a double amputee? Was she in a wheelchair? Yep, did wheelchair. And her, what happened? So
2: there? yeah, with, with uh whenever they have a disability, you can turn in a paper with the doctor and everything and you're able to shoot out of the truck. Wow Yeah You could send them up In the back of the truck And they could shoot out the truck So that's how she was And we had another kid before Who uh, He was also from Wisconsin He had the same disease As this other kid But he was progressed more And he was wheelchair bound Just in a wheelchair Yeah and, uh, we had an adaptive shooting device, so it connected to his wheelchair Oh wow! and it was just like a little machine yeah. and he had a, a joystick that he was aiming with. That's and, amazing. And dude. He, he blew through a straw to pull the trigger. Oh, really? and when, when I tell you that it's all planned out, yeah. Have you, you've you hunted Oryx plenty of times, right? Oh uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know how hard they are to hunt. <laughs> they are hard. They're Very are, hard bro. to hunt. You got to put so, the work in. So we, okay. we
2: chased a couple groups, you know, and it, it's really hard when, cause they're, they're only, uh afraid of people now because they don't have any other predators okay so they know that the coyote can't kill them they're not scared of the little mountain lion yeah you know so it's a lot harder now than it, it used to be but we were driving down one of the roads on the range and 10 yards off the road there's this huge there's another good bull you know he jumps up and he takes off running he gets to 200 yards off the road and lays down wow <laughs> no. yeah. I, i've hunted them a couple times yeah. when That's have you like, ever seen them bed down like, never yeah it's like you said man it's like even when you shoot them they just keep running to me you know? I, I'm, I'm with you on this yeah. johnny so we backed the, the truck up off of the road he got set up we told him all right put your crosshairs where the tip of his horns are because when he stands up his chest is going to be right there yeah he had the seven mag on the ramp yeah. on the, the machine one of our uh, the other guards walked off a little bit and was making noise, and that bull stood up looking at him and he squeezed the trigger and put him in the chest, man so
1: when you say he blew into the straw right to pull the trigger mm-hmm. right and then that device
2: yeah so so we actually have another device that sits on the scope as well, yeah. and he could aim with that like he wow. could see the crosshairs through the scope and stuff Wow and uh yeah, it's it's a I, I actually just so that one was that kids yeah like they brought it from the, the the wisconsin chapter yeah but actually bridget just bought me one that we use in lordsburg okay that i got so i can get more so kids whenever out. Yep. whenever so the opportunity
1: to. comes to provide a service for these kids that yep. need it you're able to do that
2: yeah and all it is is a little actuator that they blow through with the pressure yeah. i think actually the one i have now is they like suck it like a straw yeah, yeah and then that actuator works the trigger real uh-huh. and it shoots Cool. So
1: Childwish.org, right? To make the donations, is that right? Childs
2: with the nest, child. Childs, yes. wish. Childs wish.
1: And then the 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 organization.
2: Remind us again. United Special Sportsmen's Alliance. There you go. You could just Google down. United Special Sportsmen's Alliance, and the whole thing That's will pop. website. will come up. One right. of the one of the pictures of me and the first kid with the Oryx is on the on wow. the front page. Yeah. Cool. Well,
0: definitely, I'll look for that. Oh, later. yeah, definitely. Uh, but uh, what qualifies a kid uh, to get into this program? Uh, on the. Or New Mexico, so we want to kind of not yeah. everybody's gonna get, yeah. we understand that, but yeah. we want to make sure that if uh, if people have any questions, like, well, I don't know, or yeah. maybe this, but what, yeah,
2: so like I said before, um, we've even taken kids who are just less fortunate, right? You know so any kids that may not have ever been hunting, or uh, of course, we try to feel the kids who have disabilities, you know, okay, just if they're capable, like if they're able to be out, like if and if something they can do, pretty much any disability any illness uh-huh. any anything we had a kid with uh, he actually got in an accident and got his arm cut off wow he, he went on the hunt too you know wow. just just really any and if if you have any questions if if you're like wondering if this kid might just give me a call we'll work it out there you go and like i said if even if it's a kid who may not have that like a bad disability or we get a hunt that's a little bit harder for the kids that have them We'll be more than happy to get them out on one hunt too.
0: Cool. Uh, are you willing to share like uh, a Facebook or uh, something? Like so that I that actually use of you?
2: I actually use my own Facebook, um, for the charity as well. My mm-hmm. personal one is just under Johnny Palmon, but yeah, I don't I don't mind giving my number out for this kind of stuff. Too. Hey, go ahead, so uh, that's t- on you. Yeah. yeah, you could call me at five seven five nine five six five eight nine seven, and that's that's I use my my personal phone for through the charity and stuff and yeah it's go
1: to his facebook page you could check it out he's got uh he's got some stuff up there about uh you can't wait to for Carson to start hunting with you yep. and yep. uh so sharing some uh There's some a little girl there, From yeah. the Midwest Who's 10 years yeah. old
2: That killed a buck With a bow Bow Hey <laughs>
1: killers. Yeah, so killers Kids killers, are awesome man, man. It's so, so check awesome. out his Facebook page and. Uh,
2: My yeah. Instagram is It's actually under spez, uh, Special Sportsmen's Underscore New Mexico Too mm-hmm. I have just a page On Instagram For the charity And it has all the Pictures of, of the hunts We've done
0: Wow Johnny Plummer We could talk about This all day All night <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is why We started this podcast uh, Just to get the word out On how hunters Are Hunters are helping hunters. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let you know right now, uh, you are the rated R superstar now. I mean, he uh, stepped uh, up yeah. his game. He stepped up his game. He's back. He's back. Right.
2: Be, I, I'm going to come out and say the reason he calls me that is because I didn't play in the All-Star football game. And you want to know why? There's got to be a reason. You want to know why? I got to know why. Because I tore my meniscus and <laughs> I have knee hey. surgery. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> What goes around comes around, because who tore their
0: <laughs> meniscus late recently, huh? <sighs> You know what? Uh, yeah. Karma. Jimmy Karma. Lopez stays humble. He's a humble man. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, He's a man, humble man. He's not the F Jimmy Lopes that everyone thinks. Uh, well, and new I was... Page, new chapter in his life. I was life. trying to
2: go play college sports, and I I didn't want to play because I want to make it worse. And I had to have surgery. Well,
1: I got to say, I, I, you know what? You talked about everything happens for a reason. Yep. God has a plan. Yep. I truly believe that you... Even this, as a meniscus tear, yep. and made you decide... To not play college sports Which you could have I know that for a fact Uh, But it made you think And you have another plan And look at this
0: now I mean wow Yeah wow i'm impressed and it takes a lot <laughs> to impress cause i'm a hater
1: i'm a hater oh I, I, they we and you are on the same level folks that's why we do so well together on this podcast stuff here you know biggie and puffy it's there not you go.
2: it's not hate if it's true hey there but you once go. again <laughs> honesty, honesty.
1: We, we talked about the honesty and that's what we got and johnny man again bro you've done it all your life of, of trying to inspire other people and trying to encourage younger people and, yeah. and you've done it all your life i've seen you do it all your life so i give you props for that thank you um, keep it up dude uh, sure. keep encouraging all your friends that are that are in Lodi's and around Lodi's. uh keep uh, you know bringing more hunters aboard like jimmy to join your your cause here yeah. and uh we're gonna i'm gonna keep promoting it sure. uh, so i'll Appreciate be asking it. you for
0: more content and yeah. uh yeah okay. what else man that's eddie mo you know lordsburg just spits out gold <laughs> lordsburg just spits out gold and you know what continue this work hard Work on your craft because an arrow and bullet never lies. Until next time, Johnny Plummer, we're going to have you back uh, after these six episodes. Appreciate you guys. Thanks. Thank you.